Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Then One Day. I'm Veronica Gordon. In these bonus episodes, we get specific advice from different community businesses that we hope will be really useful if you run a similar business or if you're looking to start one. In the last episode, we headed to the gorgeous northeast Dartmoor to meet the people who've taken care into the community's hands. In the episode, we met Julia Darby, NedCare's co-founder and chief officer. How did you become from a concerned person (laughs) to a business owner? The real trigger that spurred us into action... I went along on a, on a cold and wet and windy November evening to a consultation that was being run by the clinical commissioning group, which was focused on closing the beds at the local cottage hospital. And in fact, the beds had already been shut for some time by that point. But it was an interesting evening. The parish church, was, which is a big church, it was, it was full to capacity, you know, absolutely packed out with local people. And the chap from the CCG, he stood up at the front and, you know, basically said it's, it's OK to close the beds at the hospital because there'll be care at home for everyone. And there was Gosh. literally this massive <gasps> from across the audience, because what we really knew as a community was that was just not the case at that point in time. And, you know, if that was the plan, then who was going to do it? I was struck by how close their team was and how that sense of family seemed to be a key ingredient in their success. But she assured me they don't always get it right. The moment that I realised we really needed to get better at self-managing teams within the organisation was when I realised that I couldn't do it all myself and a need to kind of relieve some of that pressure but also bring in wider perspectives because I was too close to it and I needed to understand how other people saw the stuff that I was looking at, which was quite a narrow view, I guess. Self-team management feels even more important now than ever, especially as more of us are working remotely. So it's really important to nail down a style of working that can be done effectively from a distance. Having a shared goal, clear instructions and a trusted network will allow you to empower your team and move forward together throughout lockdown. However, this is easier said than done. Luckily, Julia has done a lot of the trial and error for us. So I asked her to give us her top five tips on how to create teams that can successfully manage themselves. So my five top tips, top tip number one is to ask people for specific support. So for example, I really need help in looking at our options for tech development. So I recently went onto LinkedIn and found a guy involved in local tech forums and reached out to him to ask him for specific support. And he's come back to me and and we're going to have a conversation, which is great. Also, you know, putting out a specific ask for, say, marketing support and be very clear about what it is that you're asking. Top tip number two, once you've met somebody who wants to get involved, is to really get to know what are their interests as well as their skills. And then to plan, really, as to how to grow those people through our organisations so they progress as their role develops. 
top tip number three is to give those people the information that they need to develop their ideas. And that can be quite time consuming, you know, having to gather quite a lot of documents and share those and be open about that. Top tip number four, I guess, is to empower those people to take responsibility for their area of work, but also to make decisions. If you're going to be the one at the end of the line having to sign off on everything, then stuff's going to get log jammed in the process. My final top tip number five is to try and create a self-managing team because that way they are always progressing and moving forward. People are responsible for their own thing and it all just becomes more than the sum of its parts. Thanks, Julia, for those brilliant tips on how to build an effective self-management team. I thought it was really interesting when Julia mentioned the importance of development and responsibility. Creating an environment where people can buy into company values and truly understand their shared mission will allow your team to work together effectively. If you've been inspired by anything you've heard in today's episode, head to powertochange.org.uk for more information. We'll be taking a little break for the holidays coming back with a brand new episode on the 12th of January. Until then, from me, Veronica Gordon, and all of us at Power to Change, we hope you have a happy holiday season and a wonderful new year. This is a Pixie production. <laughs>